0: Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Lion face. Ah! Lemon face. Ooh. Welcome back to another episode of Cult of Splat. This is a podcast where we take movies that have been labeled as rotten by RottenTomatoes.com, but that one of us actually loves and break it down into tiny little pieces. I am your host, Taylor Bartle. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Kevin Nesgoda. Yo. How's it going, Kevin? It's
1: going all right. Barely slept last night, but, you know, Shasta seems to be doing better, so pretty happy. Good. That's good to hear.
0: Yeah. I think I got three hours of sleep. <laughs> so today we are talking about a movie that uh, kind of saw a little interest peak because of a Super Bowl commercial from Verizon.
1: Yeah. And I was like, when you text me like, oh, yeah, we got uh, ultra Wi-Fi here or whatever it is. <laughs> 5g and i was like you're like no the commercial i'm like oh cable guy
0: (laughs) yes we're talking about the 1996 comedy the cable guy starring jim carrey and matthew broderick
1: and a whole host of like name names like throughout the whole movie some of them barely talk but
0: there is it's actually quite the all-star cast when you really look at it yeah there's a couple couple blink and you miss it cameos but there's some good people in this. Uh, this has a Rotten Tomato score of 54%. So remember, it's less than 60% to be labeled rotten. So this one's real close.
1: Real close. I mean, it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. Watched it last night. And it
0: really yeah, I mean, it. this, this um, you know, it's, it's developed a cult following in the years since. Uh, but me, I, I loved this movie when it came out. I thought it was fantastic. I know a lot of people were like, oh, Jim Carrey can't play dark.
1: He played Dark really well in this one.
0: Yeah, it's like, hey, maybe Jim Carrey's a good actor.
1: Yeah. Like he was like one of the better things about the number 23, other than you know, the movie really sucking in
0: general, but that wasn't his fault. He was <laughs> fine in it. So the funny thing about this developing a cult following now is that the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is actually 51%. What was it? But it's before? actually lower. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, The critics' consensus is the Cable Guy's dark flashes of thought-provoking, subversive wit are often, but not always, enough to counter its frustratingly uneven storytelling approach. Huh. Seems a little unfair. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get it. But it also seems like a pretty fickle argument.
1: Yeah, I mean the movie comes in at 95 minutes um, without credits. And, you know, I honestly thought they could have flushed a couple things out and I don't think it would have like elongated or made it feel like the movie was longer than it should have been.
0: Yeah. This is actually directed by Ben Stiller. Is this his directorial debut?
1: I can't, or or very early on.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe he might've done the Ben Stiller show. I don't know if he directed any of that. But I think as far as movies go, it was his debut. I could be wrong, though. Who knows?
1: We, it's not like we uh, research any of this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I watched the movie. That's my research. Yeah. That's what we're here uh, written, for. Written by Lou Holtz Jr., who had not written anything before and has not written anything since. <laughs> One hit wonder. This is his loan writing credit. Uh, the short synopsis from IMDb says: A lonely and mentally disturbed cable guy, raised on television, just wants a new friend. But his target, a designer, rejects him with bad consequences. Oh no! <sighs> so, with that said, let's uh, let's take a deep dive into this thing. Sounds we open good. up. Uh, we open up with a very stylistic kind of opening credit scene uh it's just a, a tv flicking through channels we see jerry springer uh press your luck big money big money no whammies
1: no women no whammy. Oh. And
0: stop some soap opera i don't know what it was uh my three sons a different episode of jerry springer <laughs> <laughs> he was big in 96 that's true he was uh bionic woman ricky lake all in the family and a we see a trial for a man named Sam Sweet, who's actually played by Ben Stiller.
1: He looks like the you know what you would imagine a Hollywood douchebag looking like in
0: 1995 96 Yeah. Uh, we then see Matthew Broderick, who plays Steven. He's flipping Steven. through the panel. Steven.
1: Steven? Sorry, not making fun of anybody with a lisp, but that's just how Chip talks.
0: Yeah, that's, that's how the cable guy talks. Uh, he says, you know, where's the cable guy already? And we see him just kind of pacing around his new apartment. Uh, we get a look at a young Jack Black. I think this is one of his first features.
1: I right? think so. Um, I Did High Fidelity come? No, High Fidelity came after this.
0: I think so. Uh, but he's Stephen's friend. Stephen calls him up and says, "You know, I'm just trying to kill time until the camera or the cable guy gets here." And Jack Black tells him, "Hey, slip him fifty bucks; he'll give you all the movie channels for free, even the dirty, the dirty ones. ones."
1: Oh yeah, Spice was big back in the day. I Remember watching that through the uh, the squiggly lines? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you have to like wire the box? And
1: no, like in Aberdeen, it like was like channel ninety eight. I think, and you just had to go to channel 98 and it was all squiggly. You could hear it perfectly fine, but it, like you couldn't make out what the hell was happening.
0: <laughs> but when you're 15, it's enough. It, it, it's
1: more than enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so, of course, Steven gets in the shower and as soon as he does, the buzzer rings. Um, and- I feel like a lot of people don't know that struggle of the you know the cable guy saying i'll be there between eight and ten or between four and eight yeah i remember that (laughs) and then they show up at you know two
1: yeah they're like what the hell Lost job went quick and i didn't take a lunch
0: (laughs) you're welcome i'm early
1: (laughs) yeah it's like dude i'm not at home now though
0: (laughs) yeah that's actually what happens is You know, it takes Stephen a while. Obviously, he has to get out of the shower and dry off. And he he gets to the door and uh, he gets mad at the cable guy and says, You know, you were supposed to be here hours ago. And Jim Carrey's like, So I'm the tardy one? (laughs) Yeah. And then I love when he goes, Well, maybe I just shouldn't have come at all. (laughs) Jerk off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh boy. (laughs) I don't know how I'd react in that situation. I'd be like, you know what, I don't need cable right now. I'm just gonna what? continue to stream.
0: Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have. Yeah. The door slowly. <laughs> I also love that his shirt just says the cable company or the cable co. Yeah. There's no no name brand. Just just the cable company.
1: Yeah, and I guess like if you're not paying attention, you're just like, hey, they do cable. Just hook the black wire to my TV and make it work.
0: Yeah. He comes inside, and he's like, oh, the old so-and-so place. I don't remember what name he says, but he's like, I never thought they'd get this place clean after what happened in here.
1: <laughs> so what happened like, what in happened? here?
0: He just says, they had a lot of cats.
1: <laughs> Makes sense.
0: Uh, he hands Stephen a comment card. It says, you know, if you're satisfied with my service, please fill this out. And he's like, oh, just this go to your boss? He says, no, it goes to me. I'm a bit of a perfectionist.
1: Perfectionist?
0: <laughs> uh, anyway. and then he starts like kind of swinging his arm around the room and he's just like talk to me tell me where you like it
1: I've never seen anybody talk dirty to a room before or after this movie
0: <laughs> he starts like rubbing the wall and he like finds a spot and he like rubs it like they're like it's a nipple yeah. <laughs> He's just like, is that the sweet spot? Then he drills I mean, it good. <laughs> you see Matthew Broderick kind of like tighten up his robe. <laughs> that was funny. He's
1: like, mm, <laughs> mm. you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm like tightening up my shirt. And yeah, he's like, no, I don't want this guy to see my hairy nipples. <laughs> I mean, I can see you. They can't see.
0: You. No, that's true. You can. Um. not Oh, yeah. And then he's just like, you know, so your old lady kicked you out, huh? And Steven's just like, "How the hell did you know that?" And he just says, "You know, oh when preparing your service, I noticed you were previously wired uptown under the name of Robin, uh, whatever her last name was. Harris. almost said Shabotsky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robin Harris. and he's like, mmm, smells like heartbreak to me. And yeah, like you know, I'd rather not talk about it with you, perfect stranger.
1: It's not like a therapist or anything like that. It's just, you know, or, weird, weird dude touching like you know, checking off my wall, trying to
0: find a cable spot. Right. Definitely not going to talk to that person. That's another thing is he had to come in and like drill into the wall to install the cable. That's another thing a lot of people nowadays don't understand is, there, some of those old buildings weren't wired yet.
1: No. Yeah, and it's like you know, cable wasn't a thing until like the late '80s, early '90s. And by mid-2000, you know, everybody was on cable. Then cable is now gone in the year 2022
0: for the most part. Yeah. Uh, He tells him, I want to put on a bathing suit because he'll be channel surfing in no time.
1: (laughs) Such a cheesy line.
0: (laughs) There's a couple really cheesy but really funny lines.
1: Yeah. And Um, the amount of times that they use information superhighway I totally forgot about that phrase until I rewatched <laughs> this movie be the, they said something about like a highway the information superhighway anyway that's right. later
0: um, yeah so the cable guy like completely re- rearranges Stephen's apartment because he got <laughs> some hums and bars in his connection and the only way he could fix it was to move the furniture
1: yep <laughs> remember doing that in our house that was built in the 1800s like growing up.
0: You remember having to hold the antenna?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and we ended up moving on our TV from one end of our living room to the other end. And it like our, we had like a really long like we had like a like a 20 by like 12 living room, maybe a 25 by 12 living room. And like we originally had a TV set up like, you know, so it was like the couch was like on the short wall and the TV was like opposite. So, it was like, you know, there's only like 10 feet between the TV and the couch, but it was really crappy reception there. So, we had to move the TV to the long end. And then my parents hated to have like furniture in the middle of the room and like walk in around it. So, like, we had like the couch kind of along one wall and like the recliners all the way back, like 25 feet from the TV. <laughs> And then like scattering of furniture between then, yeah, it, yeah, it was a mess. But yeah, it, the, the reception was much better to watch Sonics basketball
0: and watch a Texas the, Ranger. Kids today will never know the struggle. Yeah,
1: it especially when the TVs weighed like three hundred freaking pounds.
0: Yeah, you had to wrap the antenna in tin foil. Yeah.
1: God, I don't miss that a twenty-seven pound t- or twenty-seven inch TV weighing three hundred pounds, and now you, like I think my sixty-five inch weighs seventeen. Yeah. yeah, if that. Anyway, as you said, anyway, the struggle was real.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the cable guy, he's, he we watched some more of the trial of Ben Stiller of Sam Sweet, who was on trial for shooting his twin brother Stan. A cult Called the brotherhood of friends,
1: which was another play off that Oregon cult, right? It has to be that's like two straight movies about Oregon cults.
0: Um, it's well, no, I don't know. This was like the nine this was mid 90s though.
1: Oh, that's true, but Oregon is just a weird place in general. There's probably that's another true. cult there, I'm, I'm sure. sure there's like, yeah, there's probably like 15 on the muck in Oregon right now,
0: yeah. Sorry, uh, I love
1: listeners, <laughs> the cult members.
0: I love when Steven is signing the paperwork and the cable guy is just like staring at him from like six inches away. <laughs> yeah, and as soon as he notices, he's just like, the uh, Look away.
1: It's like, I'm trying to, s- yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, and then oh. even after, you know, He says, hey, I, I have a friend who gave his cable guy 50 bucks, and then he got all the movie channels for free. You ever, you ever heard anything like that? He's like, are you asking me to give you illegal cable?
1: Oh. Are you offering me a bribe?
0: He's like, what you are offering or what you are asking is illegal, and you could spend up to five years in a correctional facility.
1: Let's
0: see. La He's a perfectionist um yeah he gets all serious but then he's just like i'm i'm just messing with you wake up just little smell smell insult <laughs> oh that big jim carrey like open mouth laugh yeah and then he tells him you know he says we, sh- we should hang out sometime i should take you to the satellite and show you how all this works steven's like yeah that sounds great so he's like oh okay how, how about tomorrow he's like oh no, not, not tomorrow. Tomorrow's no good. How about the next day? Oh, I'm really busy.
1: Oh, you know, I get it.
0: Gives him the blow-off. But he doesn't take the blow-off very well. No. Uh, so we cut to Steven at work. Like the IMDB thing said he was a designer. He's a, a building designer. He's building, I think it was apartment buildings, I guess? or Yeah,
1: like, like renovation Yeah, they're taking an old school and turning it into um, the condos.
0: Yeah, and you'll notice right to his right is one Mr. David Cross. Oh, I love David Cross.
1: I think he had one word in the whole movie. (laughs) For
0: the most part, he's just staring. I think he just laughed. I don't think he even spoke. You're right,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was the brother-in-law later that, you know, Bob Odenkirk played. I think he had the one word. I think it no. was just Stephen.
0: No, he said, uh, what's wrong with you, man? And
1: that's it. Yes. <laughs> it was weird seeing Bob Odenkirk with hair.
0: It was weird seeing David Cross with hair.
1: That's a good point. <laughs> this was about the time that Mr. Show was on, which was an awesome show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the hair was was going away, but it was still there. It was
1: still there. And he still looked like David Cross.
0: Meanwhile, his boss, on the other hand, has these terrible hair plugs. Bad hair plugs. And, like, the first time I saw this, I was like, are we not supposed to notice that?
1: (laughs) Well, they they make mention of it pretty quickly
0: after. Yeah.
1: But hair plugs in the 90s were terrible.
0: Yeah, it really was. It
1: was like a row of planted trees or corn.
0: But his boss basically tells him, you know, this this project is your ass. So if it doesn't work out, you're in trouble. I'm not taking the fall for you.
1: Which is what you want to hear when you start a new project. Yeah, always. Yeah, it's like, you know what? There's already a lot of pressure. But you know what? Let's add my livelihood on top of it. Right. Because that's fine. It, it won't make me like second guess and possibly screw something up. It never happens that way. No.
0: Uh, back at home, Stephen is watching an infomercial with Tony Robbins, <laughs> advertising his, his self help, help tapes, and yeah. Stephen's just like nodding along, like "Yeah, yeah," and he like I'll grabs that, Tony phone. Robbins. He grabs the phone. He's getting ready to order these VHS tapes or whatever they are. I think they're VHS
1: and cassette tapes, so you could listen in the car as well.
0: <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, when he starts hearing a, a car honking and someone yelling Steven and he looks out his window and it's the cable guy. And he's like, Stevie, time to leave.
1: <laughs>
0: and you're like, okay,
1: I don't think this guy has like really evolved past like being a six-year-old.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Stephen goes out, gets in the van. And <laughs> uh, c- cable guy is just like, you might want to buckle up. I've had a few drinks. (laughs) Then he's just like, I'm just kidding. That's my humor. And I'm like, that's not funny. No. (laughs) I will kill us both, but that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, So they drive to the satellite. By the time they get there, it's dark. So I don't know how far away the satellite was.
1: I think they, just like, you (laughs) know, living in LA and like kind of knowing the area it's like a lot of it took place in like Long Beach Culver City area and I'm pretty sure the satellite was up on top of Mount Wilson which was like a three-hour drive in traffic (laughs)
0: yeah it's like
1: west side to the east side
0: so I guess if it was like three or four in the afternoon then by the time they got there six or seven that could be yeah okay so that makes sense then uh, yeah, so, the, you know, Steven is, is actually impressed by the satellite. He thinks it's pretty cool. Cable guy takes him inside. Uh, they get on top of the satellite.
1: Because that's cool.
0: Yeah. Um, cable guy, you know, goes on this diatribe and he says, Soon every American home will integrate their television, phone, and computer. You'll be able to visit the Louvre on one channel or watch female mud wrestling on another. Another. You can do your shopping at home or play Mortal Kombat with a friend in Vietnam. Vietnam. And what's crazy, you
1: can do all those things now. Yeah, I was like, bullshit, that's never going to (laughs) happen. Living in Backwoods, Washington, we didn't even have the internet when this came out. I was like, what the hell is the internet? Yeah, in 1996,
0: that shit was unheard of.
1: Yeah, like, whatever, that's not going to happen. Next time you tell me there'll be a computer in my phone, in my pocket that I carry around with me 24-7.
0: <laughs> yeah, people, again, kids today will never understand that there were days when if you wanted to play a video game, you played with whoever was sitting next to you. Yep. Like, if
1: you had the right computer, you could, like, LAN party, but literally those people were in the same room with you.
0: Yeah. And even that wasn't until later.
1: Yeah. I don't think I had my first land party until like 2000, (laughs) 2001.
0: Uh, The cable guy tells us about how his mom worked nights and his dad wasn't around. So he was raised by TV. And Stephen says, you know, my dad was around, but he might as well not have been. And there's another good line where he says, reality isn't father knows best anymore. It's a kick in the face on a Saturday night with a steel toe gripped Kodiak work boot and a trip to the hospital bloodied and bashed. Reconstructive surgery, which makes me wonder is that how he got the lisp?
1: It has to be from, like, you know, what happens later in the movie. You know, no spoiler yet, but yeah, it had to be right. I mean, because he didn't have a lisp in in the flashbacks.
0: Once he said reconstructive surgery, I was just like, oh man,
1: yeah, yeah, it definitely had to be where the lisp came from. And you know, it's one of those stories that's too specific, not. To be true, for right. example, yeah, or an example that's too specific not to be true.
0: Yeah, like the fact that he said Kodiak work boot. Yeah, and then He's speaking like, of his lisp, uh, Stephen says, "You know, my brother's a speech therapist." <laughs> the Campbell guy's like, "So, so." Uh, <laughs> we find out that Stephen's ex, Robin, uh, he asked her to marry him. She asked him to move out. We've all been there. That's a real kick in the knackers, bro. Real ouchy, bro. So he, you know, gives Stephen this advice. He says, I don't think you listen to her. You need to pay attention to all the splendor that is woman. He's like, you know, if your love is truly giving, then it will come back to you tenfold. And Stephen's like, that was really insightful. He's like, I know. It was Jerry Springer's final thought on yesterday's show. <laughs>
1: Oh god, that was like so maddening about Jerry Springer. It was like you'd have all this chaos for like 58 minutes, and then in the final 60 seconds he would say something incredibly insightful, and people were like, Oh, I'll think about that. And then he would Nala say be blood. good to, your, yeah.
0: to yourselves and each other.
1: As these people strangle each other and hug chairs at one another. <laughs> I wonder what Cincinnati was like when he was mayor.
0: <laughs> I forgot he was mayor of Cincinnati.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Probably not much better than it is now. Sorry, Cincinnati. It's true, though, and you know it.
0: Quit insulting our listeners from every single
1: city. (laughs) (laughs) I've only done the whole state of Oregon in one small, middle-of-nowhere Ohio town.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cincinnati's better than
1: Cleveland. Hey, Cincinnati is better than Cleveland. I'll give them that. Better than Columbus? Eh, we'll see.
0: Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, on the way back, cable guy tells Stephen. He says, "Hey, Sleepless in Seattle is on cable. You should invite Robin over to watch it." And he's like, "Oh, Robin loves Sleepless in Seattle." And cable guy's like, "They all do.
1: Do they all do? It's true. It's a very truthful statement." Yeah. It's like you throw finally, Sleepless in Seattle
0: on and every girl in the area is going to sit down and watch it. Finally, Stephen asks the cable guy his name. He says, first he says, do you really want to know my name? He says name Of course Perry. I do. His name is Ernie Douglas, but his friends call him Chip. Chip. And then he makes the creepiest, most awkward smile I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of his Grinch smile,
1: like later. When yeah, the without yeah. makeup, right? Which makes it creepier somehow. Yeah, um, I just had a shudder thinking that smile. Yeah, it's like
0: you <laughs> even do it? <laughs> I, I,
1: no, it's impossible. It's something only Jim Carrey can do.
0: Yeah. So we cut to Stephen talking to Robin. He's like. I don't listen to you. I need to appreciate all the splendor that his woman just says word for word what Chip told him. And it works. Finally, we can start calling him Chip now that we know his name. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it works. Robin's like, you know, what are you doing tomorrow? And he's like, oh, I was just going to stay home and watch a movie. Sleepless in Seattle is on. And she's like, oh, I love Sleepless in Seattle. And he's like, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why I said it.
0: And then he says, you know, why don't you come over and watch it? She agrees, and so now we we get a flash from MTV News. Dun, 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 dun.
1: God, I miss MTV News.
0: Tabitha Sorin, who I think we all had a crush on. I think so. More news on Sam Sweet. We hear his nine one one call where he says, "Somebody shot my brother." I think it was an <laughs> Asian gang. I saw someone. He looked it's Asian. He spoke a, He's they were a language. language. I think it was. <laughs> Asian. <laughs> Could you use Asian one more time there, Mr. Sweet? <laughs> also, there's no language called Asian. No,
1: there isn't. There's um, many types of Asian languages, but uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so the next scene Stephen and Rick, who's Jack Black's character, I was playing basketball with some other guys, including Joel Murray. Good old Joel Murray. Uh, One of the guys gets hurt. And right at this point, who should walk in but Chip? Looking like he's ready to play a game
1: against Will Chamberlain or Bill Russell.
0: Yeah, he's got his short shorts and his knee pads. Super tight jersey that looks like a wrestling singlet. Yeah. Headband, high socks. chucky e. tees, Giant mouthpiece. Like, I, football players don't wear mouthpieces that big. Yeah. Uh, he's like, hang on, I gotta warm up. Don't want to pull a hammy. He said. <laughs> suicides.
1: No one willingly ever does suicides unless
0: they're crazy. Yeah, that's why they're called suicides. Yeah. Oh. Flashbacks. Uh, he immediately gets beat by Jack Black, who gets by him and lays it up. He's like, "That's a travel. It's a travel." And Jack Black doing this little, little dance. I don't know what it was.
1: It's almost like the uh, Conor McGregor noodle arm, but like twenty years before.
0: Kinda, yeah. But he's like, "Whatever you say, Chip." And he's like, "Oh, okay. We're playing prison rules." Moon rules. And so he starts just like he sets this super hard pick, and then he's playing defense like waving his arms around like an octopus grabbing people's ass and front and crotch and yeah yeah uh and then he jumps off of jack black's back jack black's back it's hard to say yeah jack Black. yeah nope you got that one dude <laughs> <laughs> jumps off jack black's back and shatters the backboard and then he's like i love this game yeah.
1: as he's laid he in did- a pile of
0: glass That was the NBA slogan back then.
1: And then you cut into some round ball rock.
0: Yeah, good old John Tesh.
1: I can't believe John Tesh wrote that.
0: (laughs) Uh, So of course, you know, they can't play anymore. So everybody leaves and Chip's like, hey, let's hang out. Let me buy you a Heineken.
1: Can I go?
0: Which, you know, nice product placement there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Not the only time they mentioned Heineken in the movie.
0: Yeah, uh, but yeah, Stephen's like, no, I'm good. I'm I'm just going to go home and relax. He gets home and he has eleven new messages, and he's like, "Oh right, I'm Mr. Popular." It's like, yes. The first one's from his mom, so he skips that, and then it's Chip. The next ten. He's
1: and like, this is something the kids also today. Kids don't know answering machines, say, do they? No,
0: they don't. No. They've all had they voicemail. Voicemail. They on voicemail. And who even leaves a voicemail? I don't. If I call someone and it goes to voicemail, I text them. Yeah, like, hey, call me back when you can. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, the first message is pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. And then he was like, hey, I was just taking a whiz. Thought you might have called.
1: That ever happened to you? Anyway, call me.
0: <laughs> call me. We'll talk about it.
1: Uh, because of this scene, like my friends night in high school, like when we knew the other person wasn't home, we would be intentionally obnoxious and leave like fifty messages. Because <laughs> what else you gonna do in Aberdeen?
0: My favorite is the very last one where he just goes, "Oh shit!" shit. <laughs> Click. Uh, cut to later that night. Robin is over at Stephen's place. He goes to turn on Sleepless in Seattle and the cable's out. But he's okay. like, you know, no big deal. I'm a, I'm a preferred customer.
1: I got his card. I, I got him straight to his pager.
0: Yeah, so he calls Chip. And before the phone even rings, Chip is at the door.
1: I wonder how he knew that.
0: And he's standing there holding a the cut coax cable. <laughs> and he's like... Is there a problem with your service? (laughs) Stephen. Funny how you call when you need something. Yeah, my cable's out.
1: Robin's over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shoves his head in the door. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and Stephen, or Matthew Broderick was such the perfect, like, you know, innocent foil. Yeah, totally.
0: For Jim Carrey's character.
1: It's just like, oh, he's too pure and innocent to get what's
0: going on. Yeah. So they, you know, they banter back and forth for a while. And finally, Stephen says, Look, I'll hang out to you tomorrow if you just fix my cable right now. And (laughs) Chip's like, You're too good to me. (laughs) Walks over and just
1: flips a switch, and the cable comes right back on. Yep. All (laughs)
0: set. Uh, And then Stephen's like, What's with the cut cord? He's like, Oh, that's just for effect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and he, then he tells him, he says, she's pretty. Don't kiss her. Don't even touch her. Touch her. It'll pay off in the end.
1: See, Jim Carrey wasn't too dark. There's a lot of like, you know, slap chick, slap stick Jim Carrey in this
0: as he played chip. That was I did see other complaints though that were just like Jim Carrey is too wacky. That was actually it. Was uh, Roger Ebert said that Jim Carrey was too wacky for the for the dark tone, and that he also named this one of his worst movies of 1996. Wow! And now he's he, dead. So
1: yeah, screw him. Who won? Yeah, Chris Farley was actually supposed to play Chip. I don't think that would have been nearly as good. No, I like think you'd had to replace. Matthew Broderick with David
0: Spade and then (laughs) worked.
1: Because those two couldn't do a movie without each other back in the 90s.
0: So the next night they go to medieval times.
1: Next time you come down, we have to go to medieval times now. Have you been? No. But it's not too far from Disneyland.
0: I, I do feel like it's something you you gotta do at least once, right?
1: Yeah. Go and get our serving wench to get us some chicken and Pepsi.
0: (laughs) Their serving wench, who, by the way, is Janine Garofalo.
1: Yeah, just another random mid-90s drop-in.
0: Yeah, I love the part where he says, you know, can I get a knife and fork? And she's like, there were no utensils in medieval times. Hence, there are no utensils at medieval times. times. Can I refill your Pepsi? Pepsi.
1: There's no utensils, but there's Pepsi. Dude, come on. I got a lot of tables.
0: (laughs) I got a lot of tables. Um, Andy Dick is the host of Medieval Times naturally
1: naturally because Andy and, Dick was in every freaking movie in like from 94 to
0: 98 <laughs> in some role you know he tells him stand and cheer for your knight. and so Chip jumps up and he's like blue knight rules red knight sucks the big one <laughs> you're go going down, down. Red We're going, not down. going down. Down,
1: down, <laughs> down.
0: And so then they're, they're eating fried chicken, and Chip's like, you're going to eat your skin? <laughs> <laughs> Takes his chicken skin, puts it all over his face, and is like, hey, Stephen. Island of the lambs.
1: Hello, Hello, <laughs> and i think that's the best take because matthew broderick is dying laughing in like the, that one shot where it's like focus on jim carrey they cut around to the other side and he's like oh god
0: yeah because so that was like totally improv by carrey
1: yeah so he just like matthew broderick just totally corpsed
0: yeah you, you can see you, you know the side of his face and you can tell he's totally trying so hard not to laugh
1: and, but and he I'm, cannot
0: hold it when it finally cuts back around to Broderick, he's just like, oh, you. Like, yeah. yeah." How long do they have to wait to start that next cut? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a good 20 minutes, I'd imagine. Um, so then the, the host says, you know, we've got two noble men who need to settle a difference. So will um, Chip Douglas and Stephen Koufax? Koufax. Please come to the battleground. And Steven's like, is this normal? And Chip's like, no, I give all the nights free cable.
1: <laughs> you know, for the most part, like what happens next would be actually kind of fun. It, it Like you'd almost want to go LARPing. Almost.
0: <laughs> yeah. Really. Almost. Yeah. Somebody comes out and hands Chip a flail. <laughs> so, and uh, Steven can- does a pretty good
1: job at running and like basically like, Self-defense. Well, yeah, he's got a fucking flail. Yeah. <laughs> Throws dirt in his eyes. Yeah, I am blinded. I don't believe you. It's another trick.
0: <laughs> um, and of course, you know, Chip has to equate it to, to television. So he says, it's just like when Spock had to fight Kirk on Star Trek, best friends forced to do battle. <laughs> and he's like,
1: if one of us st- if we don't fight they will kill us both
0: the whole time he's singing the ritual and they're like playing it in the background is and never like, to make me laugh
1: yeah every time and it's just like it's like perfect it's so
0: well synced uh, finally Stephen gets the upper hand Chip gets he like hobbles off and he comes back or no I guess Dude, Chip, he tries to Chip kill it with up, a, a, yeah, and then yeah. he like walks off in victory, yeah, and then all of a sudden he rides out on a horse
1: <laughs> with a lance,
0: yeah, and Andy Dick's like, get on the freaking horse, man! I don't horse think he's horse. kidding, yeah. <laughs> and they're like charging towards each other, and Chip is like, this is your destiny. Steven's like, no, it's not. What? Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's not.
1: And just slams Chip with the lance and knocks him off the horse. Yeah. And of course, Chip thinks it's great. Yeah. Stephen finally like, got into it. Yeah. My best friend in the whole world almost killed me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's what we all want from our
1: friendships.
0: They go back to Steven's house. He has no messages this time because Chip is with him.
1: Nobody and, loves you.
0: Nobody <laughs> loves you. Love that line.
1: It's such, a, it's such a good line for, like, you know, back then, like, when you had no messages.
0: Yep. It was and always like, a little
1: sad coming home and, like, having no messages. Like, God damn it. Right? Why couldn't even one person call? Why couldn't, like, Dominos call and say they're going to be late with my pizza or something? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they go into the living room and see that Chip has completely upgraded Stephen's entertainment system. Uh, he got him a brand new flat screen TV, karaoke machine. And big giant speakers with sound that would make George Lucas cream in his in pants. pants. <laughs> THQ, top of the line. Steven's like, how did you get all this stuff in here? Did you break into my house? And he's like, well, how else was I, was I supposed, supposed to get, to get, get in here? <laughs> by osmosis?
1: <off> <laughs> and Steven's like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. And it's like completely like glancing over. It's like, this dude just got into your apartment and brought all this shit in by himself.
0: But it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's, it's fucked up that he came in my apartment, but he brought me all this nice stuff, so... Yeah. Wash?
1: Six of one, half dozen of another.
0: Um, but Stephen, you know, he's like, I can't accept this. This is all too lavish. You need to take it back. And he says, okay, I'll take it back, but my friend with a pickup truck has to work until Saturday, so can we leave it here until then? Stephen agrees. He says, all right, but we, we gotta have one Karaoke jam. No ifs, ands, or buts. Well, maybe a few buts.
1: Big ones. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. um,
0: that night, the night of the karaoke jam, Robin is going on a date, so Stephen's kind of, uh, you know, kind of vecklemped. Very sad. Very sad. Uh, just for a minute, we have to talk about Chip's outfit in this scene. <laughs> He's wearing this like button-down shirt that looks like a magic eye pattern. Yeah. With giant lapels. And he's got a leather jacket, a brown leather jacket. Suede. Suede, right. Brown suede jacket with tassels. Yeah. Hanging off the sleeves.
1: Like he just got back from like touring like northern New Mexico or some shit.
0: Yeah. And he's got a giant onk necklace. Yeah. Um,
1: That was the one that like, you know, it's like, okay, I can see this character wearing everything else, but the Ankh necklace is like, okay, that's the most random thing he's wearing.
0: It was such a weird assortment of styles. Yeah. Um, Everything
1: from Egyptian to trash bag.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he, you know, convinces Stephen to have the best damn karaoke jam ever because Stephen gives him a tape. Of lose your lisp in 30 days. Yep.
1: He's so touched.
0: Yeah. So they go out and they, like, like these people that are here are like either, yeah, they're super old or they're super weird. One of them is Sean Whalen. I was going to say, one of them is McCoyle. Yep. That's Sean Whalen. Yep. He was also the super creepy dude from Superstar. Oh, yeah. Who died in the wall <laughs>
1: It happens I think that actually happened At the Aberdeen Walmart
0: If it was going to happen anywhere It would be the Aberdeen Walmart
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I like. I remember hearing that and I was like oh, That makes sense <laughs> <laughs> My mom was like aren't you sad for them I was like they got stuck in the wall In an Aberdeen Walmart
0: <laughs> They're probably on meth <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> No big loss I apologize to that person's family right now.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, they see this hot girl from across the room. chips uh, like, babe alert, two o'clock. What a liturist. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a phrase anyone says.
1: <laughs> no. It's the first time and only time I've ever heard it.
0: Yeah. it's in this movie. But he tells Stephen, you know, hey, she's checking you out. Better go talk to her because he who hesitates, Nestor dates. Girl. Uh, Rick is there. He talks to Chip and he says, You know, I, I don't know what your deal is, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> Chip says, Don't get too close. You might get burned Burn. by the milk and lava.
1: Lapa. I'm out of here.
0: What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs>
1: it's such a like this is like one of the places like they could have expanded i feel a little bit it's like there's more happening between rick and chip than kind of lets on in that scene yeah or in that interaction it's not even a scene it's just like a quick like 30 second interaction if that yeah chip says these things that you're like is that a reference to something that i don't get because yeah i mean he's a weird character so it kind of works but at the same time it's like he, it's got something comes up. It has to come
0: up, right? You would think. Uh, Chip does an incredible rendition of "Somebody to Love," where he just vibratos the entire song. Yeah. <laughs> when the tri- the- found. Yeah, I can't even do he it. Starts like rubbing his Adam's apple to get that vibrato, <laughs> and holds those notes
1: forever too.
0: Yeah, and that's actually Jim Carrey singing. Yeah. Not a bad voice. Not a good voice, but not bad. Uh, meanwhile, the the babe alert, Heather, takes Steven into another room and just proceeds to massage his face and head.
1: I was like watching that. I'm like, they don't really do anything except for like, she just rubs his head and he's like, oh, yeah. This is yeah. The they, like,
0: they kind of kiss. Like she kind of kisses the side of his mouth. Yeah. That.
1: But yeah, they, literally, she like just like the time frame that all, that's all happening. She's in there rubbing his head and face for like
0: five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next day, Stephen comes out of his room. Chip is still there. He's making him breakfast, making scramby eggs.
1: Scramby eggs. I made you scramby eggs
0: and orange juice. <laughs> Would you like some juice? Yes. <laughs> That I, one I use all the time. So use. <laughs> Anytime my girlfriend says anything about juice, I'm like, Joyce. Joyce.
1: Because <laughs> that's how the French pronounce it, I assume.
0: Uh, sure. <laughs> Chip I reveals promise. that he was a prostitute. I uh, thought she was a paralegal. <laughs> he said no, you know. He said, like, I, "I got this round, you get the next round." He's like, "Don't worry, I know she's clean. I checked her out last week and I'm per- I'm healthy as a horse." Not, Not even a drew. <laughs> what does okay. that mean? I don't know, but I don't want to think about it.
1: No, neither do I. I was hoping you had like a quick one-word answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I do. Gonorrhea. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Uh, that night, Robin is on a second date with this guy who is Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Although he says something, it's kind of it's off camera, but you can hear him say something like, I'm sorry about last night. I blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. Right. Yeah. I totally missed it. It was like, it just kind of, it was like just quick in and out.
0: Yeah. So either they didn't have their date or their date ended early or something. So yeah. now they're on by a second first date. And Chip shows up wearing Looking giant women's like sunglasses and a fake mustache.
1: He looks like such a pedophile. He,
0: yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's no other way to put it. It's like, you keep your children from a man who looks exactly like that.
0: Yeah. And Owen Wilson is just such a f- douchebag.
1: Yeah, this is one of his first roles, isn't it?
0: I, probably one of his first, like, larger movie? movies. Yeah, yeah feel yeah, like one part he's just like, you're sexy. It's his, second. it's his second movie.
1: It's his second movie. He did some movie called uh, Bottle Rocket right
0: before it. Okay. Yeah. With, with his brother. Yeah. Yeah. At one point he just blurts out you're sexy and she's like, what? And he's like, you heard me. <laughs> That's how you do it. And then he starts like hassling the waiter. He's like, where's my chicken, man? Have those eggs had a chance to hatch yet? <laughs>
1: I'm, I can't um, believe I'm getting this attitude. Do you see this? Yeah. Do you see the attitude?
0: Then he goes into yeah. the bathroom, and Chip is in the bathroom, posing as the attendant, and he like sits there and watches him pee.
1: <laughs> if you need help with anything, anything at all, just let me know. I think at that point, I would have just left the restroom.
0: Well, he tried. He went into the stall, and like, then oh, Chip, Chip goes into you. the stall. <laughs> The whole... Most people don't take advantage of all of my services. <laughs> Fresh it up. Yeah, then he just assaults him. He takes one of those big powder things and just slams it in his face. Puts, like, oil in his hair.
1: Punches him in the kidneys a few times.
0: <laughs> Forcefully plucks his eyebrows. And then his nose hair. It's
1: like, the eyebrows, that's not too bad. But the nose hair, that'll make you cry.
0: Yeah, or sneeze.
1: Yeah, or both. Hopefully you have removed the tweezers from your nose before you sneeze.
0: (laughs) Throws him into the automatic uh, hand dryer. He's like, right into the buckle. That's gotta hurt, Gene. And then takes the blow dryer and just shoves it in his mouth. (laughs) That kind of (laughs) reminded
1: me of the, um, I don't know why, but like the scene in um, one of the Friday the 13th movies, I can't remember which one, where Jason shoves the uh, road flare into the dude's mouth.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, he says, "From this angle, you look like just like Dizzy Gillespie." Squirt up, squirt up. Stop, peanut. Stop, peanut.
1: up. Dances like a flamenco dancer. On top of all this,
0: well, yeah. <laughs> scatting. Um. Let's see. We see a commercial for the Sam and Stan Sweet television movie that's already been made, starring Eric Roberts.
1: And that's exactly the type of movie Proverbs would be in where a crime oh, yeah, happens absolutely. and then six months later there's a movie about it before the trial's over. <laughs> I'm guessing that was on Lifetime.
0: Uh probably. Yeah. 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 No, it was yeah. on
1: UPN. They said UPN. That's
0: right, UPN, which doesn't even exist anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. God, UPN went through a lot of shit back in the day. There were like 10 different networks before they finally closed up shop.
0: Yeah. Like- um, Chip goes to Robin's, says he's got a rainbow package to install, courtesy of a secret admirer. Robin is like, is his name Steven? He's like, I can't tell. I promised Stephen, I wouldn't. Oh. Oops.
1: Look what you made me do. <laughs>
0: uh, so he goes up into her vents for some reason. That's not a thing you would need to do to install cable. <laughs> no. Why would you run... Yeah, anyway. But he, like, watches her get dressed. And then he like comes out and he gives, starts giving her this story about how great Stephen is and how, you know, when you have true love, you need to hold on to it. And he says, you know, I had that and I lost it. Promise me you'll never go bungee jumping in Mexico. They just don't have the regulations.
1: <laughs> okay, I won't.
0: <laughs> uh, Rick shows up to Steven's house in a Soundgarden Super Unknown t-shirt. And he yeah. says, he says, are you ready to rock? And that soundbite has been used in a Rise Against song. Fun fact. Who did not know that? Uh, they're supposed to go to, to a concert, but Steven is busy. Now he's supposed to meet up with Robin. Uh, and Chip is outside his building. He says, you know, way to go with Robin. I set him up, you knock him down free cable is the ultimate aphrodisiac.
1: (laughs) You know, it might've been in the nineties, that or (laughs) Joe Cola.
0: Finally, Steven tells him off. He says, I don't have any room in my life for a new friend. And Chip's like, you know, yeah, whatever, man, it's all good. And then stands there in the rain. Staring. Uh, The next day, Steven is arrested for receipt of stolen property. As he's being arrested, he's he's thinking about what Chip said, including, cream, cream in his pants, pants. (laughs) Chip. Uh, His dad, played by Elliot Gould, shows up to the prison, and he's like, what is this about? Are you taking the pot? (laughs) Which is
1: how old people talked about drugs back in the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, His attorney tells him, hey, we we looked into it, and no one named Chip Douglas works for the cable company. So Stephen has to spend the weekend in lockup. As he's being taken to his cell, someone says, hey, yo, they call me the pumper, and (laughs) I'll be your friend. (laughs) That killed me. (laughs) Chip shows up to the prison. Uh, He tells him, Or Stephen says, you know, they they told me that nobody named Chip Douglas works at the cable company. What's your real name? He said, look, it's Larry Tate. Tate. That's that's not Mm -hmm. important. I'm going to file a writ of habeas corpus. I'll put the system on trial. trial. That's not going to work. Because he's watching court TV all day. Yeah, habeas corpus means show me the body. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Stephen, you know, keeps fighting him. So finally he stands up, puts his nipple on the glass.
1: Yeah.
0: He oh, goes, Billy. oh Billy. <laughs> Remember Minette Express? That team was awesome.
1: The dude next to like uh Steven in the in the uh, phone bank line just like makes a kissing wink <laughs> face at him, like, oh no. Yeah. Steven's butt is not gonna be okay here shortly.
0: Yeah, and then Steven's like, This is the guy right here, this is the guy that framed me. And Larry Chip says, Hey Bernie, how's that sports package? <laughs> Bernie, like, winks at him or gives him a thumbs up or something. I'm like, yeah, no. There's no way Bernie could have heard him. No. Maybe he's a really good lip reader. Maybe. Uh, Chip gets out on bail, goes to his parents' house. Or, sorry, Stephen gets out on bail, goes to his parents' house uh, with Robin, and Chip is there.
1: Looking like Mr. Rogers.
0: Yeah. Full-on blue sweater, black tie everything. Um, Bob Odenkirk makes his cameo appearance here. I don't know if he's supposed to be Stephen's brother or brother-in-law or something. but Brother-in-law. They play porno password.
1: (laughs) The password is vagina. Vagina. I'm not saying that
0: to my mother. I love the clues are woman and penis. Yeah. And Robin gets it and Elliot Gould's like, I would have said (laughs) schlong! I like how when
1: uh, Chip said penis, like, every time he, like, did the little thing, like, the duck hand finger-pointing thing.
0: Penis. 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 And then I love when when it's, I don't really know how to say that. You know that little thing? (laughs) It's like the finger motion he makes, you know exactly what he's talking (laughs) about. Erection. No. But thanks for noticing. Thanks for noticing. For people who don't know what that little thing is, it's the clitoris. Or clitoris, which is why he said, I don't know how to say this.
1: Yeah.
0: Then um, he says to Stephen, secretly, he says, Robin showed me the birthmark on her left shoulder. Very sexy. So Stephen punches him in the face.
1: Everybody gets mad at him.
0: Yeah, gets mad at Stephen. That's when yeah. Odin says, What's wrong
1: with you, you man?
0: Chip, I forgive you. I only hope my neurologist feels the same.
1: That's such, a, that's such a good lie.
0: Yeah. And then he like kind of hobbles before he walks out the door. Yeah, just like, uh, okay. Uh, Stephen, or Chip then leaks a video of Stephen badmouthing his boss, calling him a worthless human being, making fun of his hair plug <laughs> Leaks to, to his entire office. Comple-
1: completely useless. I
0: think I hate him. <laughs> Uh, Steven gets fired as he's leaving the building. All the lights or all the car alarms in the parking lot start going off. I don't know how Chip pulled that off.
1: I have no idea. I've I've spent many nights thinking about that. And he had to have like every single freaking like alarm chain or clicker thing. Yeah, because they all
0: go off at the same time.
1: Yeah, which is... Well, we saw earlier, he's really good at pressing buttons really fast. On Ramots, at least.
0: And then you hear his voice go, If you build it, he will come. Yeah. <laughs> so soon the Friday the 13th stuff. Yeah. But we never see him. Steven just runs no. away. Uh, Rick realizes that Chip and Ernie Douglas were both characters from My Three Sons. He tells Steven that Chip was fired from the cable company for stalking.
1: No surprise.
0: <laughs> yeah other aliases used are Murray Slaughter, George Jetson, John Luke Picard, and the Big Ray Goo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just stop trying at some point. It's like I just get a job like you know use whatever name I want. <laughs> uh,
0: that night Stephen has a nightmare and this might be my favorite scene in the whole movie. Oh yeah, Gable <laughs> guy. Starts out with a knock on the door, and you hear Cable Guy, Cable Boo Blah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Chip's eyes are like white, and then they switch to bright yellow.
1: Yeah, it's like totally like out of like um that Michael Jackson video Thriller.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it's what sort it of reminded me of. I was waiting. like when I first thought I was totally waiting for him to like turn into like the werewolf cat thing, the cat. He, uh, I apologize pretend- for my dog making noises in the background. She's sick. She's having a hard time right now.
0: Oh, poor girl. Uh, he pretends to leave, and he's like,
1: see ya. Bye.
0: <laughs> and then he kicks on the door, and he goes, I just want to hang out. No <laughs> big deal. Yeah.
1: He sends uh, like- the door so many times, and then finally just like the door just disintegrates.
0: Yeah, and he like chases Steven down this endless hallway, does the Terminator run, and he like I don't know what this is called, but it's like it's it's like the creep from Lonely Island, but he does it in a, in a run. Yeah. And right when he's about to tackle him, that's when the phone rings and wakes Steven up, and uh, it's Chip. And <laughs> I love this part where he's like, "Hang on, I have call waiting." <laughs> Which I think is the girl Yembanima?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so.
0: <sighs> <laughs> and like while he's doing that, a bug crawls across his face. Yeah. That looks so creepy.
1: And he doesn't blink either.
0: No. Uh, Chip then he kidnaps Robin and takes her to the satellite. It's pouring down rain, so the satellite's like full of water. I think it's like a swimming pool. Yeah. Chip and Steven start fighting in the water. And Chip's like, Dry land is not a myth. I've seen, seen it. it. Kevin Costner, water, Kevin world. Costa, water world. I've seen it six times. Uh, Rick punches Chip and fixes his lisp, Steven? which he's like, Steve? Steven? Steve? Steven? Steven? Then he punches him again and he goes, You (laughs) stupid.
1: So, yeah, that Kodiak definitely gave him the list
0: back in the day. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. They start climbing to the top of the satellite. Uh, Chip was like, Trouble with real life is there's no danger music. (laughs) And then the cops show up and he's like, Steven called the buzz. Starts singing, Bad Boys, Bad Boys. What you gonna do? Oh. Uh, helicopter shows up, and it flashes Chip back to his childhood. He's like, "What's that? You were never there for me. Where are you, Mother? I learned the facts of life by watching the facts, the facts of, of life." life. Uh, and then he decides, you know, he's he's gonna just end it all. Steven and Robin are like, "Hey, no, don't. We'll all go out and have a Heineken." <laughs> There it is again. Really? Uh, Chip delivers the great line. Somebody has to kill the The babysitter. babysitter. And he throws himself off. And right when everyone is watching the Sam Sweet trial, they say, you know, the the verdict is in. We, the jury, find Sam Sweet. Boom. Right when Chip hits the satellite, everybody's cable goes out. Do the
1: wide shot of, like, all the homes and, like, everything just flashing to static. Yeah. Another thing kids don't have to worry about these days when, just, does static even exist anymore? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, I think it's gone. Like, if you don't get, like, a signal, it's just, like, your TV tells you you just don't have a signal. And it's, like, a flat, like, blue screen or whatever. Yeah. It's, like, a solid color.
0: Um, the reactions are kind of muted. Like we see Elliot Gould go, help, help. Uh, and then we see Kyle Gass just pick up a book and start reading. Yeah. He's like, Oh, words. I yeah. can do this. He starts reading in the middle of the book too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we see that chip just missed being impaled by the, the center of the, uh, satellite.
1: It's very, very close. And he's like, uh, oh, car 54. Officer Officer down. Possible back injury.
0: Uh, So they, you know, haul him off. And as they're loading him into the ambulance, Steven stops and says, Hey, you you never told me your real name. He says, it's Ricardo. Ricky Ricardo. Ricardo. Ah, ah. Babaloo. Helicopter takes him off as the I Love Lucy theme plays. <laughs> the guy in the helicopter says, hang in there, pal. You're going to be okay, buddy. He's like, am I really your buddy? buddy? He's like, yeah, sure. And then he makes that weird, creepy smile again. as yeah, he yeah, faces yeah. Me. Like, oh, no. I fucking love this movie.
1: It's such a good movie.
0: Just the other day, my girlfriend asked me if this is in my top five, and I'm pretty sure it is. Damn. Yeah, I love this movie. You? I love it too. I would have w- rated
1: it way higher than a 54 or whatever it got or the 51 that crit audience give. Now that we're like critiquing like movies that get bad scores, can are we officially critics?
0: Can we <laughs> raise the score of this movie? <laughs> can, can we sway things to be not rotten?
1: But would that ruin our podcast? That would oh, that's the ultimate catch it? It is. But yeah, I, I love this movie. I watched it so much growing up. Like I had the VHS and it was like it was one of my go-to's. I thought this movie was filmed in Seattle or like Vancouver forever.
0: And it's like, no, it's LA. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I love dark comedy, so this was already right up my alley and yeah, I just—it's endlessly quotable.
1: Yeah, there's so many good quotes
0: as we did through this whole podcast, right? Uh, yeah, our longest episode to date already. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen the Cable Guy, I, I would definitely say go check it out. Uh, it's a like I said, it's probably in my top five. It might be in my top three of my favorite Ooh. movies of all time. Uh, so definitely go check it out if you haven't. Even if you're not a fan of Jim Carrey, like if if you don't like movies like Ace Ventura and stuff where Jim Carrey gets really over the top, you may not like it. But uh, that's your problem. Yeah,
1: I don't think he goes totally over the top. I think he plays a psycho really well.
0: Yeah, I mean the like he doesn't. It's not a physical comedy.
1: No, it's definitely not like Ace Ventura or any of those type of films. It's trying to find a good comparison, but I can't think of one. Maybe a, you know, a funnier version of 24 hour photo with Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think that's kind of as close as a comparison as I can think of.
0: That's not bad. So thank you for listening to another episode of Cult of Splat. Uh, Make sure you rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Cult of Splats on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me at The Taylor Bartle.
1: And me at Kevin Nascota. Very difficult.
0: Uh, also, listen to the Grave Plot Podcast. That's my other podcast that I host, all about horror movies. Uh, you can check that, that out at graveplotpodcast.com. So, very until next podcast. time, what's
1: that? So that's also a very good podcast. You should definitely listen to it.
0: Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, until next time, see ya. Bye.